So the big question is, how do healthcare experts like you generate more income, impact more people, and create businesses that work around their lifestyle and serve their family? If you want the answer to that question, then you're in the right place at the right time. Whether you are a physical therapist, a dietitian, an occupational therapist, a chiropractor, MD, or other healthcare expert, this is for you. My name is Javier Carlin, and welcome to Healthcare Business Radio. Join me and follow along as I learn, apply, and share the top business growth strategies that I'm currently using to grow my own business and to help you grow yours, using only the best insights and advice from top industry leaders. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the show. Welcome to Healthcare Business Radio. This is your host, Dr. Javier Carlin. And today I'm excited to bring you a very special guest, Tony Stefan. Tony is a registered dietitian, dietitian business coach, and real estate investor. He has helped over 700 students, enrolling them into his dietitian nutrition coaching certification, and has helped thousands of dietitians in 18 different countries create nutrition coaching businesses. Tony, man, thank you so much for hopping on. Javier, what's going on, man? That was an amazing introduction. And you said my last name right, man. We are we are off to a great start here. I, 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 it's like Tony Stevens, Tony Steven. I'm like, where where'd the ass come? Like, I get Steven, but like, where'd the extra ass come from? So appreciate it, man. Great to be here. Yeah, man. And the funny thing is, I I intended on asking you to clarify, but I'm I'm glad I got it right. <laughs> oh, that was money. That was money. Great but, job. Yeah, man. Thank thank you. Pat on the back. Pat on the back. But uh, yeah. <laughs> awesome, man. So Tony, uh, if you don't mind, just starting off by sharing a little bit about your background and uh, how you got to where you are today. Oh, sure, man. There, there's there's the long story, but I'll, I'll try to give the condensed story. So. You know, I've been uh, in the industry here for 18 years. I'm 30 years, or I'm sorry, 12 years. I'm 30 years old now. So I started when I was 18. I started as a personal trainer, um, kind of got into it in a very interesting way. Uh, I can essentially say very much so start at the bottom of the barrel. I was paid $6 a session uh, for coaching and training a client, which is crazy now to think about, but it was a great entry level position to teach me about the industry, to teach me about coaching clients, working with humans, uh, developing humans, you know, mentoring humans, all that good stuff. Worked my way through college, uh, kind of came from an adversity driven background, you know, lost my mother uh, at a young age to a drug addiction. So that was kind of my impetus to get into health and fitness. Um, health and fitness saved my life. Uh, it was my outlet during tough young years, you know, 14, 15, 16, we were financially struggling. We were on food stamps. We almost lost our home. So fitness and nutrition was my outlet instead of drugs, instead of alcohol, instead of crime. Right. Uh, so it changed my life. So I just felt like God gave me this mission that health and fitness changed my life. So I wanted to use my love for health and fitness to help other people who are maybe struggling, going through depression, anxiety, uh, low self-consciousness, low self-esteem. So started off as a personal trainer because that was the easy route, right? Get certified, start training clients, worked my way through college, became a dietitian at 23, uh, started training clients and seeing clients as a dietitian at Lifetime Fitness. So 100% commission, no salary, nothing. Literally, I still remember Javier in my class. There were 23 of us because there was coordinated program. It's like, all right, we're graduating. We're taking our tests. Where are you guys going? I'm going to clinical. I'm going to long-term care. I'm like, I'm going to go work for 100% commission in a gym. And people were just like, you're going to do what? 
Like, are you kidding me? Are you stupid? Are you crazy? I'm like, no, I think it's going to work out. Trust me. So I started off there. Uh, I started off there at 23. I uh, struggled a little bit, but learned a lot. Learned a lot about sales and marketing and uh, how to communicate, how to influence and persuade, right? How to exchange the value I had as a dietitian for, for money because uh, it was a sales role. But quickly excelled there, got promoted to regional manager. So I was in charge of seven clubs at 25 years old. All right. Managing a team of dozens of people. I don't know what I was doing. Managing made tons of mistakes, right? Uh, was responsible for hiring and firing and all these crazy reports and all that. Um, but really I was 26 and I started feeling like, you know, I had a bigger calling than just working in a health club. I really always wanted to help a lot of people and, and impact a lot of people. You know, I feel like God kind of gave me a challenge earlier in my life uh, to prepare me to help more and more people. I was like, all right, I could stay here for the rest of my life and just see people one-on-one -on -one and this is great. I'm like, I feel like there's more opportunity to help more and more people. Uh, and I saw that as the internet, right? The internet helps, you know, people like you and I connect that we've never met each other from Florida and Michigan, right? Um, so I felt that calling. I was willing to uh, bet on myself and I quit that really safe and secure job. At that time, I was making about like $90,000 a year. I was 20, 26 years old, you know, uh, gave all that up, went into credit card debt, hired a mentor who's still my mentor and business coach to this day, and then started my online business, man. And really the, the rest is history. Wow. There's so much to unpack there, man. Um, and I think, I think it's amazing. I'm, I'm curious what what inspired you at that time? Because you you were making ninety thousand dollars a year at twenty six, right? That's like you said, pretty safe and secure job. What what kind of inspired you to take the leap and, and go out on your own? Yeah, that's a great question, and you know, I'm sure a lot of people listening to this might be in a similar situation. They've got a really really good situation, right? Comfortable job, comfortable paycheck, you know, nice office, nice title. My 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 title was on the door, regional manager, you know. I'm just a big believer in life. It's so finite. We only have a little bit of opportunity to do certain things. And I feel like if you've got that calling inside of you to want to do something more, to want to do something bigger, to, you know, start a business, to impact a lot of people, uh, to help, you know, thousands of people, hundreds of people, dozens of people, whatever, you got to go for it. And I knew in life, there were going to be one of two pains, right? There's again, I learned this from like bodybuilding and competing and doing all that, but there's the pain of discipline or there's the pain of regret. And for me, I was more afraid of the pain of regret. I was more afraid of not pursuing what God put in my heart versus the pain of the discipline it would take, the, the adversities that would come, the temporary failures. So when I weighed those two options, as scary as it was, it was very scary. I still remember when I hired my coach and I went into credit card debt, almost passed out because I so like just nervous and anxious and all that. I was more afraid of not pursuing that dream I had inside of me versus the challenges to get there. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. And you know, um, since, since you've men mentioned it a couple of times with, with your, your, was it your, your first coach that you ever hired or yeah. So Bedros, who we were talking about earlier, he's still yeah. my coach this day, but yeah, he was my first like business. I had a, yeah. a nutrition coach, Paul Ravella, who's from uh, Tampa area. So not, maybe oh, not cool. too far from you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I still work with Paul funny enough, but yeah, he was my first like paid for business mentor. You know, I had other mentors from lifetime and stuff like that, but this was my first, like it was $10,000 in full for the year. And I had 10, uh, no, I had $9,000 in my credit 
or my uh, checking account. And I had to do a thousand dollars of credit. So I'm like, can I split the payment up and switch it? You know, but yeah, he was my first business mentor. That that's, that's amazing. And I know, you know, for uh, what's interesting is that for so many people there, uh, and I have these conversations with people daily. It's like, and I used to think differently about, you know, debt, right? And the question is, is debt good or is it bad? And the answer is, it depends, <laughs> right? Um, so I think, I think that's amazing. So many people are, are scared to do that, to put coaching on their credit card, you know, $10,000. And I'm sure the mindset was a little bit different then, but now it's like, you think about it, it's like, that's the price of a beat up used Toyota Corolla. Like you can't compare coaching to, you know, beat up car, you know, um, which, which is, yeah. So, so like, so Bedros, um, can you tell us about, about that experience and how that has influenced your life, hiring, hiring him as, as your business coach? Oh my gosh, man. So much. And it's exactly like you said, you know, in life, you have to pick your values, right? And for me, you know, I value time, right? I value time. And I, I truly believe you could have $30 million in the bank, but you're not going to buy 30 more minutes on God's green earth, right? So for me, when I set out to start this business, I didn't know anything. You know, I went to school to be a dietitian, just like if you went to school to be, you know, a doctor of chiropractic uh, medicine. We're not taught business. We're not taught that. And, and so sad to say, but even what they do teach in school, it's the, it's the poor opposite of what we actually do in the trenches. Right. So I'm like, all right, I could spend the next 10, 20 years being stubborn, being hard headed and trying to figure it out. I can keep my money. But I'm also going to keep my problems. I don't know how to start. Uh, I'm going to be lonely as hell because <laughs> it's going to be a little bit scary. I'm going to make a bunch of unnecessary mistakes when really I'm like, or I can find somebody who's already done it. They've already made the mistakes. They've already got the battle scars. They've already bled in the trenches. And I can use my money, like you said, to buy an asset, not a liability. I could go buy a big screen TV and a nice fancy furniture, a new computer, but that's a liability. That's taking money out of my pocket every single month. I'm going to invest this money, invest, not spend. I'm going to invest this money in an asset, in a coach who's going to save me time and who's going to help me get the straight line to success. Who's already made all the mistakes and can say, do this, not that, avoid this, go with that. And I'm going to buy back my time. So really anyone listening to this, who's thinking about getting a coach, getting a mentor, joining your guys coaching program, whatever it may be, ask yourself, if by can I keep the money in my account? Yes, but I'm also keeping that problem. So what do I value more? Do I value more seeing paper? Literally, money is just paper, right? Paper that is devalued every year, right? There's this thing called inflation, which we all hear about in the news. It means your money's worth less and less, right? Do I value keeping paper or do I value speed? Do I value my time? Do I value solutions? Do I value trying to figure it all out or do I value investing in Javier and... Uh, Marissa, right? Marissa is your lovely yeah. wife. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Marissa's program and get the short test, shortcut to success. That was my simple like process with that. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's so interesting because, um, you know, for, for my schooling too, and this is the way you know, I started to look at it. It's like, you know, a hundred, you know, after 25, 30 years of, of, of having to pay student loans, it'll be like $150,000 for all the, the loans that we have. Um, and it's so interesting because we don't think about it that way. And in my head, like any, any investment you make, um, in, in business, you know, you should at least have a five to 10, you know, X return. And I was joking about it. I'm like, who here, you know, has, has a hundred thousand, $150,000 in student loans. And are you making $1.5 million a year because of that investment? It's like, 
No, like you, 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 you put that much money into it, but then going back to like the coaching component, like people are so, so fearful or, or get that anxiety over, oh, like, you know, it's $3,000, it's $5,000, it's $10,000. And, you know, everything that you just said makes so much sense. It's like, we're buying back our time and time is the most valuable asset that we have. And uh, I love what, how you, how you framed it in terms of like, you can keep your money or you can keep your problems. <laughs> Which one do you want? Totally. That, that's huge. Totally. Totally. Yeah, man. That, that's really what it is. And it's like, people are like, well, do I need a coach? No, you don't need a coach, but how quickly do you want to get there? Right. I don't want to be 60 trying to figure it out. Right. I'm very, very happy being 30 years old uh, and having that just trajectory that I'm on because I couldn't imagine, I couldn't imagine where I would be today if I didn't have mentorship and guidance, but understand, listen to this. Do you need it? No, no. If you're just a stubborn person, you're like, no, I like to do it all on my own. And I love to make the mistakes and I love to go slow. Great. I would just question that person. Do you really value your time? Mm. Do you really? And do you think you're playing this game to where you're going to have this unlimited time? Money's unlimited, right? Money. We print the stuff. It's, it's like, you know, it's not real, right? It's just printed off when we need more of it. We print more uh, time is finite. Time is fine. So just assess your values with that and ask yourself and be honest with yourself. Yeah, that's huge, man. <laughs> we were talking about investing in Bitcoin and stocks and all that stuff before we jumped on. Mm-hmm. And uh, the first thing, uh, you know, you said you can print the money. I'm like, or you can just mine it. <laughs> you can, just, it. Make, that's you can it. just make up currency now. So. <laughs> that's it. That's it. <laughs> oh, man. Um, no. And that that's big, man. It's, you know, it's it's that's so good because like you said, you know, if, if you have a strategy right now for, for being exactly where you are, right. And if, and if you're okay with where you are, you have, you already have the strategy to be there. So you don't need any more training, but if, if you're not, then, well, you might, you might need to invest in, in a coach, mentor, et cetera. So that, that's big, man. And, you know, would you mind um, letting, like telling us, and you've worked with so, so many uh, dietitians and helping them start their, their businesses. Um, what are, what are those traits in the ones who, who attain the success that they're looking for and, and those who don't? Um, mm. I'd, lo- I'd love to know, you know, from your perspective, what, what are those differences that you've seen between those two types of people? Mm. Uh, yeah, I love that question. Uh, and like I said, I'm, I'm blessed. I've coached humans for 12 years, mm. personal training, nutrition, coaching, dietetics, business, sales, marketing, whatever. It's all the same, right? It's the intangibles that's inside of you. A good coach cannot make you successful or make you unsuccessful, right? A good coach just accelerates what's already there, right? And anytime before, uh, I don't see clients anymore, uh, personally inside of our business. But, you know, I always used to have the saying: my responsibility is to deliver the coaching, the mentorship, the roadmap, the proven process, all the success lies in your hand. The results are your responsibility. Are you willing to accept that personal responsibility? I can lead you to water. I cannot force you to drink. Uh, I cannot coach or create desire within you. You have to have that. The most successful people I've ever been around, they have desire. Uh, They have desire to succeed. uh, And they focus on their beliefs, their attitudes, and their work ethic, aka only what's in their control, right? In life, in life, we can control very, very little, very, very little. This is like very meta level, like high level analysis here of like human psychology. But anxiety, when people feel anxiety, anxiety is just anticipation of future pain, 
right? And it's anxiety over things you can't control. I need to make the sale. You can't control the sale, right? I need to get people to follow me on Instagram. You can't control Instagram, right? You can control your attitude, right? Your attitude towards the situation or your interpretation of the situation, right? You can control your work ethic, how hard you're going to work towards something, how much you're going to pursue something, how relentless you're going to be and your beliefs. You can choose to see adversity as happening to you and be a victim, or you can see adversity as happening for you, right? It can be seen by our interpretation as humans. You know, this we're the only animals in God's kingdom that has interpretation, right? My, my black lab puppy out there, if I take his bone, he doesn't say, Hmm, dad's taking my palm beat. No, he just gets sad, right? It's a limbic, like animal reptilian response. But as humans, we have what's called reason choice. We have interpretation. So you have the ability to see things as happening for you or against you. You can see an adversity as a setback or as a set up. And the most successful people I've ever been around, they have that personal development and that personal responsibility to be successful. I just helped guide them. I did not make anyone successful. They already had that inside of them. I helped guide the ship that was already on a great course. Does that make sense? That makes perfect sense. That makes perfect sense. Uh, and I, I love the the idea of, um, you know, anything we have anxiety over, uh, we've literally just made it up because it's it's wasting present energy on a future outcome that is undesirable and that that doesn't exist. Uh, so I think that's huge. And, um, you know, in, in my experience, it's the same thing. It's the belief, right? The belief that, you know, this works, I can do it. Right. And that I'm going to do it. I'm going to make it happen. So that, that makes perfect, perfect sense, man. And, you know, it, it's, um, I think it's amazing. So I'm a big, you know, uh, Tony Robbins uh, fan as well. And he, he went through a lot, you know, when, when he was younger and he said exactly what you just said, right. Which is you, you have, when something happens right in your life, adversity, you have two options, right. Seeing it as something that's happening to you or seeing it as something that's happening for you. And you can make that as a decision to make that mean something uh, that's going to empower you to to make a change in your life, but also in other people's lives. And I think that's that that's so good, uh, so, so good, man. Yeah, thanks for sharing that. Absolutely, man. Yeah, yeah. It, it's about controlling what you can control. That's it. In any facet of life, right? Health, fitness, business, whatever. The most successful people I've ever been around. They have a calm, cool, collective confidence, right? Whatever comes their way, they're going to FIO. They're going to figure it out. They're going to get resourceful when they lack resources, right? And they're not going to go here. They're not going to go. They're not going to go on the highs. They're not going to go on the lows, right? They're going to stay very neutral. Uh, they're going to focus on their behaviors, not on outcomes, because we can't control outcomes, right? Mm -hmm. It's what we talk about a lot in our mastermind, what we call high luck high intentions, but low attachments, right? You have to have high intentions in life, high, driv high drive, high passion to serve, but you have to have, to have very low attachments. Who, who's the strongest person in a conversation? The person with the least amount to lose, the person who's the most attached, right? The person who is indifferent of the outcome. How do most people try to sell? Uh, so, uh, um, so what do you, what do you think? Uh, you think you want, right. You know, super like needy, right. A need for anything yeah. gets in the way of everything, mm -hmm. right. A need for anything gets in the way of everything. So to be passionate, to be uh, service driven, 
to be motivated, but to be detached is the most powerful state you can ever be in. Those are, uh, that's what I try to adopt in my life. And those are the most successful people I've ever been around. Yeah. Wow. That that's, that's big. Um, for those listeners right now, I hope you're taking some notes. This is a, uh, this is one you're going to definitely want to re-listen to. So, uh, Tony, you know, everyone I'm sure, you know, sees you crushing it on, on IG, on all social media platforms, you know, you're doing incredible things and, you, and you've been doing them, uh, for a very long time now. Uh, it's very easy for people to see you and be like, Oh, you know, he can do it, but you know, I'm different. You know, I don't know if I, if I have that confidence that those skills and all of these other things that start running through people's minds. Um, uh, I'm curious, like in, in your mind, and I know, you know, we probably see, you know, failure a little bit different than, than most people would. Um, but can you tell us a little bit about your biggest failure and how you learn from it? Yeah. 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 No, that's a, that's a great, uh, that's a great question. And, and just remember for anyone listening to this, cause we, we all kind of go through imposter syndrome, right? We compare to others and then we feel defeated. Just remember every expert started off as an amateur, right? Uh, my, my big failures, my big, big failures were occurring before social media was really my thing. You know, uh, it was before anyone knew who I was, you know, yeah, I failed, you know, millions and millions of times, um, really from, Starting off very, very young, I still remember one of my first personal training sessions. I was so afraid. I didn't know what to do. I was just awkwardly sitting there, you know, and kind of like, well, you want to do some push ups? You want to do some pull ups? You know, <laughs> um, really, my money mindset growing up, you know, like I said, we grew up on food stamps. Uh, I was on reduced lunch, you know. So my mother was addicted to drugs and, and for Christmases, there were, there, you know, no presents and things like that. Uh, so, my failures with, you know, feeling like I didn't deserve money, uh, feeling like I didn't, you know, earn money. I wasn't going to ever make money, you know, um, to being a dietitian. I used to scribble meal plans on printer paper. I'd be like, Javier, what's going on, man? What food do you like? Oh, you like chicken? All right, let's do chicken. You want brown rice? Okay, let's do brown rice. You know, I failed over and over, but I just kind of always had this belief that if I kept going, if I never quit, I wasn't afraid of failing. I just told myself I was never going to quit because uh, I didn't have a plan B. I really didn't. I never created a plan B. I believe plan B distracts from plan A. I think that's why a lot of people quit because they put one foot in and they're like, as soon as it gets tough though, I'll retreat. I'll go back to that job. I'll go back to where it's safe. Right. Uh, for me, I was just willing to put both feet in and I truly always believed I could figure it out. Um, and that I was very blessed at a young age. I faced so much adversity. I really was like, what else could happen? Like, I've already been through a lot. What, what else you got? You know what I mean? Uh, I just learned that perseverance, if you can persevere and if you can stick with it through the hard times, right? Anyone can show up during the good times, right? But if you can persevere through the hard times, that's great. So yeah, I failed over and over and that's where my successes came from. Um, you're not defined by your failures. You're defined by if you quit, if you give up or if you continue on, if you continue on and keep going, you can use failure as feedback. The most successful people in the in the world fail. See, I'm a huge Steve Jobs uh, fan. Uh, he was already booted from his company, right? He was booted from his company and came back and became, you know, who we know him to be. So you can't be afraid of failure. You should be more afraid of never going for it. That's how you know if you've got it or not. If you're more afraid of what happens if I don't go for this versus being afraid of making a fool of yourself, being embarrassing, posting on Instagram and no one liking it, right? You've got what you've got, you've got enough to get going there and get started, but you can't be afraid of failure. You can't run from failure. You can't be egotistical and say, well, I don't want to fail. Failure is part of success. 
but there's transient temporary failures. The only permanent failure is death, which whatever your problems are over, right? Or quitting. So as long as you never quit, you, you will not fail. Yeah, that that's that's huge, man. I think you know one one of the things we we mention a lot is um, taking uh, imperfect uh, imperfect action over uh, perfect inaction. Right. And you mentioned Steve Jobs. And, you know, I think one of one of the great examples is like the, you know, the iPhone. Right. This wasn't the first iPhone that came out. Right. This one just came out uh, about a year ago. And if they would have waited for this one to be out, they would have never launched the first iPhone. And even then. Right. Right. They have software updates like every three days. <laughs> so they're still not perfect. Um, and if, if they're, a, you know, multi-billion, I think maybe trillion dollar company, um, then and, and they, you know, followed imperfect action and they failed multiple times, several times, then, then it's okay. You're going to make it. So, um, yeah, yeah. yeah, I think, I think that's big, man. Um, cool. So, you know, I, I think what, what's really neat is, is the journey that you've been on over the past year. Uh, and we've been talking, we talked about this a little bit before, um, in really in the importance of, of purchasing assets right? Those that want to be entrepreneurs, those that are entrepreneurs. Uh, I know for, for me, you know, several things happened growing up that uh, I think, you know, with what you're doing now, if, if you're okay with talking about, you know, your, your new, um, your new business. Uh, I think, I think that'd be so, so cool to hear from you, what that experience has been like with uh, real estate investing uh, and, and why you think that entrepreneurs uh, should, should think about, adding that at some point and maybe when, when that point should be, uh, to, to the mix. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I love that question so much. Uh, and, and you know, I'll try to make it applicable for everyone, whether they're interested in that or not. Yeah. Uh, there's two types of income in life, right? There's active income, which is, I have to work for it. Right. Regardless of what all these bougie internet gurus are trying to sell you a course, a uh, coaching program, a, a blog or whatever. If, if it's tied to you in any which way, it is active income. Like our, our certification, our digital certification, the dietitian nutrition coaching cert level one, level two, uh, 60 CPs with the CDR. It's great. I don't do anything in it, but if I just stop the social media thing, if I stop doing stuff like this, if I stop being present and relevant, that thing's going to tank right? That thing is going to tank. Uh, that's all active income. And that's phenomenal, right? That's phenomenal. Um, but I started through mentorship and through, you know, my coach and just kind of being exposed to things. I kind of started to ask myself, and this was the challenge I, I pose to my clients, but definitely to anyone listening to this, what happens if God forbid you get sick, right? What happens if God forbid you're in a car accident? What happens if God forbid you're just not able to do what you do, right? How are you going to support yourself and your family, right? If all of your income comes from one thing, right? Everyone listening, write this down. The worst number in business is one, right? One income stream, one way to make money, one way to get clients, one sales member, right? Because if they quit, if that thing goes away, if Instagram bans your account, you're in big trouble, right? If a virus comes to the United States and the United States economy shuts down and you only make money one way, you're in big trouble, right? So the worst number is one. So really you get your active income for someone listening to this, who is making less than $10,000 a month. Don't even think about real estate. Don't, don't think about any of that. Don't think about stocks. Don't think about any of that. Think about what skills do I need to learn? The first level of investing is investing in yourself, right? Your income will never exceed 
your personal development, right? So those early years, all that, I wasn't thinking about owning apartments and owning buildings and owning this, right? I was like, how can I learn to copyright? How can I learn to sell? How can I learn to be confident speaking, right? What course do I need to develop or, or, or purchase? What course or, or workshop do I need to go to to learn that? So invest in yourself, number one. Then number two, invest in the business. Javier, I see it all the time. I'm sure you do. People start making a little bit of money online, right? Uh, and then they go buy a car. They go buy a puppy, right? Which are super expensive, believe it or not. They go buy some Gucci and some Louie and some Prada and some uh, Jimmy Choo. And that's great. You should have all those things, but not at the expense of your business, right? Invest back into the business. I, I want to give you and your wife props. You guys have a streamlined process. I, I, my admin signed me up for this podcast, right? You, you reached out. We got it hooked up. I'm receiving text messages. I'm receiving emails. There's a video to watch. There's a script. I'm like, they've got it together. They've got a structured, streamlined system. And I'm sure it's not you typing it all out and sending it, right? Someone else is doing it or an automation or a process. You got to invest money back into the business, right? Uh, people aren't aware... A business, a well-dialed in, a well-ran and managed business will return 100, 200, 300, 400% ROI, 400% year-over-year growth, especially in those early years, right? Especially in those early years. No stock's going to do that. No Bitcoin's going to do that. No real estate's going to do that. Nothing will pay you like your own business. So after you invest in your personal development, in yourself, in your mindset, in your money mindset, your beliefs, all that, then you start investing in that business. Put money back into it. Hire people, right? Do you want to be... Do you want to own a job? Do you want to own a job? Owning a job is I do it all. I see the clients. I schedule the emails. I schedule the pockets. I schedule the thing. You own a job. You own a very high paying job. That's what we call solopreneur, right? Nothing wrong with that. But again, if you get sick, if you get tired, if you want to take a vacation, you want to take a two week vacation, that business stops and you stop making money. Invest in a team. Invest in systems, invest in automation, right? Get that business to run without you. Scale, real scale is taking yourself out of it. Then you get to that point. Now you've got money to play with. Now you're stocking away a few hundred thousand dollars. For my wife and I, uh, I, don't, I don't advise this to anyone, but we were in our 20s and we had a million dollars in a bank account. And that, again, I don't advise that because I wish we would have started earlier. But I had a lot of scarcity growing up. So I just you know saved out of scarcity instead of intention. Then start thinking about, I've got this active income. How can I get passive income? How can I take my active income, purchase assets that pay me 24-7, 365 while I sleep, right? And that's where real estate makes sense to us. Whatever it is for you, great. But the wealthy have learned from studying and mentoring, investing, okay, probably a quarter million dollars, if not more in coaching, the wealthy buy assets first, liabilities last. The poor and the middle class buy liabilities first and never get around to assets. So as long as you understand that fundamental process, I invest in myself, I grow my business, I get extra income, right? And I invest that extra income into assets that pay me. And then from that, that passive cash flow right? That real estate provides, then I can go buy the Gucci and the Louie and the Lambo, whatever, whatever you want or whatever, right? But you're doing it off of passive income where the rest of the world is doing it off of earned income, right? If, if a employee or a solopreneur goes, gets a brand new Corvette, right? And they're like, Oh, look on Instagram, look at my Corvette, but they have to work that much harder now to pay for that Corvette. They have to go see that much more patients or clients or go sell more courses to pay for that Corvette. 
They have to work harder to support their lifestyle. That's not financial freedom, right? Someone who has passive investments, their cash flow, their passive income pays for their liabilities and the dumb things we all want, right? That's financial freedom because you don't have to work any harder to support the lifestyle you're living. Wow. I feel like uh, our listeners should pay you for that information. <laughs> oh, no. I'm happy. To, I, I wish, I, you know, I wish someone would have taught me this earlier. I really do. I wish, I wish these, I wish this is what was taught in school, right? It's taught, go, go get in student loan debt, go get a job, work for a big company. Right. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that's no happy to share. Yeah, man. No, that that's, that's huge. And I think, um, you know, it's so interesting because we talk about this quite a bit that um, that's, that's exactly the, the question they ask, like, you know, from a young age, hey, what job do you want? What career do you want? It's never, hey, what do you want? What do you what do you want your life to look like? What do you want your life to be like? And uh, if, if that question was asked instead, I think a lot of us uh, would be would be closer to financial freedom and time freedom. So that, that is massive. Um, everyone who's listening again, I hope you're taking notes because this is, this is everything, you know, everything that, that Tony just said is, it is the path. It, it is the path. And, and if you, if you follow that path um, and you have the hunger and the drive and the commitment to make it happen, you'll make it happen. Um, you know, as long as you have the, the, the step-by-step strategy and, and the support behind you, again, like Tony said in the beginning, like you don't need it, but it's going to help you get there so much faster, avoid all those mistakes, uh, and ultimately save you a ton of money and make you a lot of money. So that, that's, that's amazing, man. Um, so can you, um, can you share with us, like, what are your, what are your plans for your life and business in the next five years? What's your vision? Yeah, that, that's a great question. You know, uh, I'm a big believer in singularity of focus, right? So our main goal right now is to get 10,000 dietitians certified uh, through the Dietitian Nutrition Coaching Certification. Um, I just believe that's kind of like my uh, passion project, right? Is helping dietitians connect their formal education to the real world application of nutrition coaching. A lot of these things we can talk about, like behavior focus instead of outcome focus, all that good stuff. Um, so we're growing our team to do that and to execute that. And then really my wife and I's first goal is to own a hundred units of uh, real estate, right? Move more into commercial. And then I'm a big believer in just letting, uh, you know, God take me where, where my road is going to be, you know, um, start a family, do all that fun stuff. But yeah, I would say continue to grow the main business, but then, you know, aggressively continue to build real estate. We just, we love it. It's not work. Uh, doesn't feel like a job. It, it, it's like a passion, uh, project of mine. So I'm very blessed to have like two businesses that I equally love and, and desire and, you know, to be able to build a team to support all that. Uh, so I'm moving more out of that coaching role into that manager, that leadership uh, role, developing my team. You know, it's really, really fun. Um, feeling like I've got six, seven coaching clients who work with me now, you know, inside of our organization. So yeah, that's, that's our immediate goals. Yeah. That, that, that's awesome. So, so, you know, a lot of people are, are, are probably listening to this like, Oh my goodness. Like he's only 30 years old, right? He has, um, you know, I hope you don't mind me sharing, but you, you have 17 properties that you, that you purchase within a year, you know, you, you have these successful businesses and, you know, a lot of people, they say they want to have those things. Um, but then their, their actions don't, you know, they, they, they're just not doing the things to be able to have that. So do you have any, any advice, any tips for someone who is like, man, I really want to be able to get to that point. But for some reason they, they, you know, they, they say they've been trying, maybe they have, but they, they just can't seem to, 
to get ahead. They can't, they can't seem to uh, attain some level of success and they're starting to get frustrated. Um, I know, I know there's a lot of people out there who, you know, read the books, listen to this, like go to the seminars. They're, they're trying, but they, they feel stuck. Um, what, what's your advice to them? Well, I guess there's a couple, you know, one of two things. Number one, I believe in paralysis by overanalysis, right? I, I know those people too. I listen to every podcast and I listen, I read every book, but they, they like consuming information more than doing, right? Uh, they like to be busy instead of productive, right? Put the damn phone down, just go do it. You know what I mean? Stop. You're not, you're not going to be 100% prepared. In life, I've learned if I have about 60% of the information I need, I'll take action on it. I don't, like you said, you're not going to get the end product perfect on day one, but you have to implement. So that's number one. If you're just like, I'm in paralysis by over analysis, stop listening to podcasts, stop reading books and just start doing, right? Start doing. And that's going to teach you so much more, right? That's a big thing in our certification. Uh, we get RDs who've never coached a client before. And they're like, but, but what about, what about, it's like, you just got to coach. You just got to go get your hands in the dirt, right? It's like Vera Wayne. Vera Wayne wasn't like, I need to read books on making dresses and I need to watch videos. I mean, she just started making dresses, you know what I mean? Sooner or later. And then she became Vera Wang. So that's number one. Number two, if you have been doing, but you're just hitting your wall and hitting your head, dude, find someone who's already done it, pay them money, buy back your time and get speed. Right. I'm not saying you need to go pay $50,000 a year. That's what I invest in to my coach. I'm not saying that, but find someone either go work for them and be honest, be like, Hey, I want to start my own thing. Don't be, you know, shicey and be like, Oh, I always want to work with you. And I'm going to leave. Right. But go work for them. Right. There's all different kinds of mentors. You don't need money. That's the biggest fallacy that's out there. You don't need money to be successful. You need to be resourceful when you lack resources, right? Like credit cards, right? Free interning, right? I've had so many interns come through with me and I'm like, they're going to be so successful. Right your time. When you don't have money, you have time period. And when you have money, you don't have time. So you end up buying back your time. So use your time to get ahead then. Um, but go find who's accomplished what you want to accomplish and model them, right? That's the fastest shortcut to success. It, it, don't just, again, be ignorant to the fact that you're going to figure it all out on your own. And you, you might, you might, but don't waste 20 years trying to get there. We live in the, the most beautiful world ever right now. You can connect with people via, via Zoom and they can show you what's working inside of them. And then you can model and you'll take so much steps forward. So whatever phase you're in there, hopefully that kind of covers both situations, but just get started. And again, you don't need money. Don't let that start. I didn't have money when I started. I, I didn't have money, but you can find a way. When you lack resources, you just got to get resourceful and you just got to do it. That's it. No one's going to do get like, there's that personal responsibility required to be successful. No one's going to do the work for you right? No one's going to be your savior, right? You need to be the hero in your own story. If, if it's meant to be, it's up to me is the mantra I'd always repeat to myself. It's meant to be, it's up to me. There's no uh, man or woman on the white horse going to ride up and be like, here you go. You got to make it happen. You got to do it for yourself. Yeah, that's powerful. I feel, you know, with, with, with what you just mentioned uh, about just doing it, right? So, so many people are stuck in that, in that uh, rut of, and, and, you know, information is great, but it's also a great way to procrastinate and not mm -hmm. get things done. So I think, I think at some point, like you, you know, enough, right. Stop analyzing, like you said, and just go do the damn thing. <laughs> 
just take, totally, man. Step, take that, that first, you know, that first action. And, you know, there's so many, so many great, great points that you made. And a lot of that has to do with like the beliefs that we have, you know, what we think, uh, and, and being able to, to do the thing despite the fear, right. Despite, despite the imposter syndrome, because, you know, I'm not sure about you, but I still have imposter syndrome, you know, every now and then. And is that something that you still struggle with or deal with at all? Or are you? Oh, oh to- no, totally, man. Like yeah. um, on Saturday here, we're going to go look at an apartment and the brokers combined have like 30 years experience. I'm like the new kid. Right. And so yeah. of course, but you know what, I, you know what I've learned? And I, I, I just want to share this really quickly with yeah, your please. audience. If you just pretend you know what you're doing, people don't know the difference. Right. If you, and that's what I've learned. If you just show up with extreme confidence and you pretend you know what you're doing, no one knows the difference. So I, I hate to say fake it to make it. I don't, I don't really like that, but just yeah. believe you. If you don't believe in you, no one will believe in you and no one can give that to you. So do the, so I mean, start with personal development, strengthen this. Mm-hmm. This is your most, for those on the podcast, I'm pointing to my brain, your mindset's your most powerful thing. Strengthen that first, and then you can go out there and just act like you know what you're doing. And truthfully, no one will know the difference. That that's, that's so key. And, um, to that point, right. There's, um, there's like the, the be do have, right. You have to become the person you have to be the person that can do the things to have the things. Um, but this is great because you can literally find people that are successful in, in the way that you want to be successful and model them right. In, in a way, be them right. In, in how they think, what they believe and what actions they take. And you're going to get the same, very similar results. So, um, I love that, you know, um, just, just go with the confidence, be pretend to be that person and you will be, and you do that enough. And you're like, well, wait a second. You wake up one day. It's like, who am I? This is amazing. Um, and, 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 you know, the rest is history. So that this has been so incredible, man. Um, do you mind sharing with our audience where they can keep up with, uh, keep up with you if uh, they'd like to learn more about you and your work? Yeah, of course. Um, best thing is put my name in Google and everything comes up like our website. Cause it's got a couple different websites. So Tony Stefan, right. Instagram, Facebook, uh, YouTube, uh, our website, 27 dietitian, dietitianbusiness.com, dietitian business coaching. And yeah, if, if this was helpful in any way, if there's ever anything I can do for you, uh, send me a message. And again, shout out to you guys and thank you to you guys for putting this together. Um, and for making this available, I think you guys are doing an amazing thing here. Uh, these are, I was listening to a couple of the podcasts, uh, before we jumped on, you know, it's a great resource, uh, that I wish I would have known about when I got started. So really thank you to you guys for putting this together and for creating all of this. Yeah, man. I really appreciate that. Uh, if, if people listening right now were interested in your, um, uh, certification program and the other programs that you have, where, where's the best, uh, best place to find out more information about that? Is it also the websites or, uh, contact you directly? Yep. You can shoot me a message and some of my team will respond. Uh, the dietitian, nutrition, coaching, certification, we've got an Instagram page. So you can DM that. Uh, if you go on any of our websites, uh, there'll be a form there, fill that out. And one of our success managers will book a call with you. Um, and maybe who knows, maybe you and I will do a little promo in the future and, you know, connect some people with it, but yeah, man, uh, just whatever I can do for anyone listening, uh, more than happy to, uh, your, yourself as well. I think we're, we're going to get you guys into some real estate pretty soon, man. I'm excited. Yeah, let's do it, man. Yeah. Let's, yeah, let's make there it happen. Go. 
Awesome. Well, yeah, thanks again, brother. We'll, uh, yeah, we'll definitely have to have you on uh, again at some point because there's so much more. Uh, I know you have uh, in, in that amazing mind of yours that I'd love for you to share with our audience. So for now, uh, thank you so much for tuning in and we'll see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to the show. I know your time is valuable and I know that you are here to learn how to build a successful business. So I have something special just for you. If you are a healthcare expert who is in business or is aspiring to be, and you're curious about how to grow a profitable, impactful business, then you are going to want to pay attention because as a listener of this show, I want you to win. So I've created a bundle of resources exclusively for the listeners of Healthcare Business Radio. If you are tired of trying to figure out this game of business, marketing, and sales all on your own, and you are ready to implement what's already proven to work, rather than reinventing the wheel, you are going to want to head over to healthcarebusinessradio.com forward slash insider. And there you will find over $7,000 worth of trainings, resources, and coaching that is only available for listeners of this show. So if you want to know how to increase your income, impact more people, and build a business that works for the lifestyle that you want and that serves your family at the highest possible level, head over to healthcarebusinessradio.com forward slash insider right now so you can win big in your healthcare business and in life.